You. All right. Are the mics on? Test one, two. The following show you about to listen to, we do not take any, uh, we need to work on like our disclaimer. Uh, how should we say this? Um, <laughs> this, is this is entertainment purposes only. Please do not do not sue us yes. because these are personal views. The following messages you're about the following messages you're about to hear are from the thoughts and opinions of Life Lessons with Idiots. The, please do not take these thoughts to heart. Do not write on Twitter about what you think about us. <laughs> oh no, you can you can because it's just going to give us material. But just yeah. trust me when I tell you, we really don't care. Yeah. <laughs> It's the thoughts, views, and opinions spoken by Frankie Rashawn today on this podcast are for your entertainment purposes only. They are not to be used to as a state of law or to say that we are 100% right in all the statements that we're going to share today. Do your own research. We do not have your best interests at heart. <laughs> this is ent- entertainment purposes only. Purely entertainment purposes. <laughs> uh, the, the paycheck still says uh, zero, 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 zero. And then when you when you go to put the cents in, there are none. There are no no cents, neither in our bank accounts or in our minds. It's nonsense. <laughs> no, it's all nonsense. All right, man, we're gonna have fun. All right, you. So anyway, yo, um, funny thing, I wanted to talk to you. I was at my in laws' house um, the other day, Frankie, and they're redoing their 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 kitchen, right? And they were telling me all the things that they were doing that they were uh, renovating and the things that they were changing. Um, and how they were moving things around and all the things they were going to, you know, buy. And I got to see some of the new appliances um, that they were acquiring. And I was like, man, this is really nice. And I, I got all excited because, you know, I was like, man, this stuff looks sweet. Like, this is, I would love to see, have some of this stuff in my house, right? And I get it. I had, I left their house and I got my car and I was like, man, that's so cool what they're doing. And, did it, and then I thought to myself, Frankie, mm-hmm. when did it happen that I got excited for appliances. <laughs> That's called becoming an adult. I was like, you remember the time, like I remember the time I used to sit with my grandmother when she used to watch me and we would watch The Price is Right. And they would bid on different appliances. For those that don't know, uh, it was a game show where people had to pick a range and estimate how much something they thought cost. And if they, whoever was closest, you got to continue the game uh, go up there, spin the wheel, and you have a chance of winning, like, living room furniture, uh, appliances, or whatever it might be. And I would watch this, and I would see these people run up there, and these people were like, when they won, they would cry. Like, they, ah! Ah! Until they realized that they had to pay taxes and all that stuff, and they had to give a lot of that stuff back. But, bro, for a new washer and, and, and dryer, if I had to just pay the taxes and not the cost for it, guess what? Because I would have to pay the taxes I bought it anyway. So you know, like when you know when you see the um So low story short, I'm excited for appliances. Now. Appliances. <laughs> you know when they like uh the what is it, like the one of the home improvement net- networks that they, they they raffle that house out that's like millions of dollars. They do it like in January, February. Oh duh. So every year that somebody wins it, but they gotta pay taxes on it. They gotta pay taxes for winning the house. You gotta pay taxes on everything. Well, yeah, of course. But I'm just saying like is it like to stay in the house for like a week or stay in the house for like like a month? Like or is it yours? Like no, I it's yours. The, no, oh, you you, I own, the, you so, own the house. Yeah, so now that, you gotta pay taxes on a, it. That's a curse right there. You win a million dollar house, you're gonna pay hundreds of thousands of taxes. So they basically what they do is they tell you this is your house and all this and all that. Congratulations, you won. They take the pictures and all that. What a big scam. And then they turn around and give you with the bill. Wow. What a scam. And then what they do is you they tell you you can sell it. So what I say first is that the house is worth like four hundred million dollars or whatever it is. Yeah, they'll give you like six hundred thousand. Wow. Yep, and they resell it. 
Isn't that yo? All these things, yo. The the biggest scam is taxes. Yeah, it is, and it's you know what it is. It's the only way the comp- the, this country is gonna make money, bro. Everybody, you know, you're about to send me into my rant because <laughs> taxes is the one thing I don't mind. Everybody having to pay their share to contribute to the betterment of our country. I don't mind that. The part that annoys me is that I provide a service, I provide my time. I get paid for that time. Right. You tax me on that, which is fine. It has, you know, I got to get taxed because I'm contributing to society and I'm paying my share. And then I take that money and I go buy groceries. And you're going to get taxed. And I get taxed. And then I go buy some clothes for my kids. You're getting taxed. I'm going to get taxed. Sales tax? Not on on clothes in Jersey. Really? No, I think so. I think it's a 6% tax on Uh, all retail. Where have you been? I don't know. I've been paying. Maybe I'm getting ripped off. (laughs) Well, no, 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 no. no. So certain groceries and certain clothing. Clothes, regular clothes, there's no tax. And shoes, there's no tax. Accessories like like socks and stuff like that, there's... There's tax on that, but like when you go to like if you go to like they won't tax you on underwear, but I think they tax you uh, on like Mace, if you buy some nice jeans, Frankie, no, they're gonna tax they're gonna you. They're gonna tax you, not New Jersey. Maybe that's right. Um, yeah. All right, but long less <laughs> long story less long. I get home, I pay get my electric bill. I gotta pay taxes on electric. You're gonna pay taxes on everything. You'll pay taxes on everything that's already taxed. Is what I'm getting at. Like this is ridiculous. It's the biggest scam in the world, and it drives me crazy. Yeah. But it, that's besides that. I got a lot of rants, actually. There's a lot of things that annoy me. Like, like go ahead, Frankie. You seem like you're about to say something. No, I was going to say because... So you're, you live in a country where they tell you, you know, opportunities. Yeah, land of opportunities. This is why people come here. Freedom, Frankie. No, because the land of opportunity and all this stuff that you're going to get, the fine line at the bottom says you got to pay tax on it. Absolutely. So you invest into your 401k. Oh, it's pre-tax. Ah, they're going to come and get you later when you they're go to get it you out. on the back end. They're like, I gotcha. Remember all and, that money you were saving? No, and they're getting you on a higher one because yeah, there's more Yeah, because you got there. more money in the Yep. Yeah. You know what's crazy? But all I right. did hear something. What's that? I don't know. You, you tell me if it's true. You, this is more your business than mine. So you can take the money out of your 401k. You can borrow it. Yeah, borrow. Right? Like you can right? take a loan from yourself. Take a loan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you could take that. And supposedly you can go, okay, I'm going to take that. And I'm going to put invest it into something else, like a Roth or something like that. Yeah. And then or and then put Wait, that a- into a trust. Is oh, what? all right. That's a lot of finagling. Yeah. <laughs> but you can bypass some of the taxes. Somewhat, yes. Yes, because they will tax you on a Roth as well. They'll tax you on whatever gains you make Ga- on it. But what you put into it, you're not going to get yeah, taxed Yeah, you're not going to get taxed on. And if you However... It- uh-huh. The loan you took out, you well, you have to still pay yourself back that loan. But you're paying it to yourself. True, with the interest. To yourself. To yourself. But even when you get the withdrawal, you're still going to get taxed on it. So even though it may accumulate after you pay yourself back, you're still going to get taxed on it. Right, but to yourself. Yes. No, no. Well, no I'm the the about, tax at the end. Yeah, yeah, at the end. No, at the then end. I get that. So. Oh, so you're trying to say the money that I took out, I invested into the Roth. The Roth is now making me some money. I put it into my trust. Bang, bang. I can avoid it. Bang, bang. Uh, Uncle Sam's too smart. No. No, he's going to tell you. No, but th- let me tell you, you're still going to pay because you got to pay it back. You yeah. still have to pay it on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the money you took out, you don't have to. Oh, yeah, you do. 
Well, it depends if no, that money makes you money or not. Right, but no, because you, what you're doing is you're paying that tax, that the the, the the interest to pay to to pay the loan back, but you're paying it to yourself. No, no, no. That part you're right. So the, okay, yep, that part definitely you're golden. I'm just worried about the Roth, the money you took out that loan, and then you put in another investment vehicle. So if I say, let's use real numbers. If I have a hundred thousand dollars in my four hundred one k, and I take out twenty thousand from my four hundred one k because I got a hunch that I'm gonna flip some money, mm. so I invested into a Roth account, which as you know. You, you get taxed up front. Like, that's that's already tax money. Right, it's up front. It's up front. But they don't know that because you got this as a loan. So you're getting the whole money. You ain't getting taxed on this. It's right. going straight in there like it was exactly. fresh money. So Frankie is so far golden right now. He's like Ozark. <laughs> the money goes in there. The $20,000 go in there. Puts it into his Roth account. The Roth account shoots up five grand. You're paying on the five grand. You're paying on the five grand. But not on the 20. Not on the 20 still. So Frankie is still in the clear. He's in still the in clear. the clear. <laughs> still in the clear. He then rolls it into his trust, which gives him even added protection. Uh huh. He is still in the clear. As long, so the only thing that Frankie will be getting taxed on is if there's an investment gain and he'll be taxed on the gain that the 20 grand make. Gain so yes. only. Only the gain. Because I'm yes. already because I borrowed the money from me. Yeah, I'm paying me back. Yeah, on, the, on that you're I basically invested. treating yourself like a credit card. Right. So taking the cash out of your credit card, that's, that's, except like you're paying yourself back. Right. He's basically treating himself like a bank. So I'm a, I'm a win. Frankie's a win as long as you can afford to pay yourself back with the interest. Yeah, it's a win. He's a. Win. <laughs> I love Frankie. <laughs> it's a win. It's you're a right. Win. No, it's, it's a, a, but but think about it because if not, I'm giving it to a bank. No, you're right. No, you're one thousand percent right, Frankie. So I'm, I'm winning, and you'll pay a less interest rate on your four hundred one k than you would exactly. at the bank. No, one thousand. He's 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 shooting a thousand right now. And that's the show. Wait, <laughs> I gave my <laughs> life lesson for today. Yeah, yeah, there it is. There it is. Don't be an Look, idiot and take out forty thousand. We didn't even know. <laughs> we didn't even know. <laughs> we didn't know Frankie was even coming with the finance. Or at the top of the show, but um, let's talk about something that's been trending this week that I want to touch on. The Lens app. Let's talk about the Lens app. So for those that don't know, there's this app, right? And it came out. Well, it's been out since, I think, 2018 or something like that. But they recently made an enhancement to the app where they now have these digital avatars. Right. And it's been making... It went viral. And I got in it before the chaos of the viralness. Like, I only got in it because my friend did this. And what it is, it takes all of your selfies. You insert your selfies into this computer software program on the app. And it uses artificial intelligence to take your picture and morph and uses uh, artificial intelligence to come up with some digital art pieces of yourself. Yeah, I did it. I look like a Twinkie. I know. Yeah, it was, <laughs> I'm not. No. So, but this is the fun part. So, when my friend did it, he had a similar experience like you did. His pictures came out crazy. <laughs> like, I, I, I look like the mixture of the Michelin man, a Twinkie, and a ho ho. <laughs> And I'm like, I, I'm not posting this. I saw everybody I posting them. No. You look like a superhero. <laughs> Alex from my, Alex, Bro. Alex did it. She looks like she's like some queen from, from Africa. No, yeah, Great. exactly. Yo, certain people, Me? it came out glorious. And it, you and my boy, yo, my boy. I look he, like the homeless Pillsbury dough. I told him, no. I said, please let me post these. He says, you are not allowed to post any of these pictures. These pictures were hilarious. It was so bad. They were posting his, like, his digital image. And he was just making up other people. So they had like pictures with him with another guy for no reason. Because <laughs> yeah, that's how bad it was. It was so bad. But long story less long. 
the Linda app got into a little bit of hot water. And there's been some people who have like some fake outrage on the internet, like especially all over Facebook and Twitter and so forth. They're like, oh my God, you guys are so stupid because you're selling your identity to the, the computers and to these app finders. And da, 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 da. Oh my and Lord. And they were going off like how stupid you people are for using this app. And I want to attack this in two ways. One, you get you can't have outrage about your privacy or what you believe a company is stealing from you in regards to your data or your likeness or your intelligence on a platform that's already doing that. Use <laughs> Facebook, Twitter. Can I can Instagram. I go into this? Can I go into this? <laughs> you can absolutely jump in right now. Right, so this. Everybody. <laughs> Let me explain to you. Go ahead, break it down, Frankie. You want that free phone? Get it. Okay. You want to pay two hundred dollars for that iPhone thirty-seven with the yeah. with the fifty-seven inch screen? Go okay. ahead. And you want it for cheap? Uh huh. Read the fine print. <laughs> when you hit accept, you're saying you accept the fact that they can take your information. They uh -huh. can sell your information. Yeah. You want Facebook for free? Yep. You ha they have to do something. They exactly. have to make money off of you. How do you think they're gonna make it? Off of your identity, exactly. your data. There, there's nothing free in this world. Nothing. Nothing. The, the correction. This show's free. Yeah, this show's free. But you know what? But it costs me. It costs <laughs> you. It costs us time. Aha. Uh Aha. -huh. Uh -huh. uh -huh. But they don't, people don't understand that nothing when it comes to technology that you want to be a part of the world of the society mm -hmm. today is free. You have to pay one way or another. If you're yeah. using Outlook. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you said, oh, Outlook is free. I can use it, blah, blah, blah. No, no, the stuff that's free, you're giving them your data. Correct. Okay? It's the way the business the business of America, the business of the world, it's the only way that they, they, they can convince you to give them the stuff for free. Yeah. Because they're the ones that are benefiting from. So you ever wonder why you, you, you turn around and you're like, oh, I was thinking about, you know, maybe, um, I don't know, maybe going to Hawaii. Yeah, you know? and the next thing you know, next you know it pops up on yeah. your phone. Why? Because you authorize them to listen to you. Yep. And then now that they're listening to you, you authorize them to put those commercials, those ads into your into your phone. It's not free. Exactly. They're listening. The, let me tell you something. The most the most uh, valuable thing in the world today, and honestly, isn't gold. It isn't money. It isn't even your data. It's your attention. So if they could hold your attention to whatever free app that they give you, that is the best commodity that any business can, can ask oh, yeah. for because they can now serve you anything that might hold your attention longer, whether it's a movie, whether it's YouTube. This is why YouTube always picks up on your algorithm to know what you like to keep watching because they want to hold your attention so they can feed you more ads. This is why Facebook is free. This is why the internet is free. <laughs> and, and, and do you know the reason? Oh, this is great. Yeah. Do you know why the reason uh, why um, TikTok is so famous? Because it's so popular. Yeah. Why? Because they cut our attention span. Yeah. They literally did for for years. You would binge watch, binge watch stuff. You watch movies late night mm -hmm. and all that. Netflix, same thing. Yeah. And you would do that all the time. But what did they realize? They're cutting down your time. They're giving you thirty seconds. Yeah. Minute. Yeah. Because they know that you can't. Your attention span's no longer there because you want more. Yeah. And that's all they're doing. They're pumping you with ads. So when you turn around and you say, oh, I think next year I'm going to start rocking these type of sneakers. These 
you didn't do that on your own. Yeah, they did it to you. Subliminal yep. messages is what they're doing, and congratulations, you're a victim of the society. <laughs> so, long story less long. The whole thing with the Linda app. The only thing that I sympathize with is the artists who the artificial intelligence has stolen from. Some of these artists are feeling like they're taking their art that is has been out there, and the artificial intelligence is taking the likeness of their art to create these sort of digital avatars. So, I do think that the artists or whoever have contributed to that should be compensated. But if they did sign off on a contract to allow their art to be shared, then that's an L for them. But um, for all those who are bashing the people who did the Linza app, you guys need to chill because, honestly, your stuff is far out there more than the people who, who just used this one stupid app for one time. But um, I, I just, will not post any of those things. Yeah. I deleted them, actually, because I was like, this, these are embarrassing. Yeah. Yo, yo, I would love to see your pictures no, later. No, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, uh, you know, we should get to the show because I have a bunch of other topics and they're mostly ridiculous. All right. So so before we go ahead and do that, yeah, we've had a tough year. I mean, I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to go on my little quick rant here. Okay. We've had a tough year. We started the year where uh, one of our listeners, she lost her father. Yes. Okay. And, you know, and it, and, and it, and it, and it gets you, you know, you're dealing with this, right? Mm-hmm. Then obviously, you know, during the course of the last three, four months, we've, I've lost personally like yeah. three, four people mm-hmm. that I actually close, closely know. So, right before the show. Today, wow, right before the show. Okay, and I'm bringing this out now because um, I have to. It's, it's just the right thing to do because he's a friend of mine. Okay, yeah, by all means. So, a friend of mine was killed in Georgia. Oh, um, Jesus. Um, yesterday. Sorry, man. I'm going to go into the details. Yeah. I'm not, it's, not, it's none of my business to be putting his, his stuff out there. But he was one of the veteran squad DJs that I that, Oh, that, my that I'm God, yeah. So, you know... Appreciate life. Yeah. People really do. Because you never know when that person's going to be gone. Yeah. So um, we're not going to play music today. Mm. We're just going to go straight to the intro. We can do our show because he was really cool with me. And he always, always told me that you whatever you do, always be sure you make somebody laugh. And I think. Yeah. That's I what we try to do on this that's show. That's what we try to do. So there's not going to be a song. We're just going to go straight into the intro and we're going to take it from there. I I appreciate that, and I just wanted also what since we're on that note of uh, people gone too soon, I just want to send uh, my prayers and condolences to Twitch. Uh, he was the DJ for Ellen DeGeneres show, and he was also uh, a dancer that I followed for many years on So You Think You Dance. I watched his career. I watched him come up through the industry in the entertainment industry. He suddenly passed away after taking his own life. I just want to remind everybody, you never know what people are going through. Uh, we all watch Twitch's videos of him dancing with his wife. He has a beautiful family, three beautiful children. Um, and this death was unexpected. Uh, my family, uh, especially my daughter, who actually did a report on him two weeks before he uh, committed this act, um, really idolized Twitch. And um, we were big fans of him and always rooted for him. He, uh, everything that's been said about him is that he lit, lit up a room whenever he came into it. And um, he seemed like a genuine good person. But again, similar to like with Robin Williams, you these people who pour themselves out to others and always give to others, they always give their light to others. But you just never know what darkness or demons that they're dealing with internally. And um, I, I pray for his family, his wife, as they go through this difficult time. And for anybody out there who's going through... Uh, these dark moments please know that there's always light at the end and that you are valued you are loved and everybody just be kind to one another let's go and get into it one two three four 
They say three is a magic number. Three Pete. Welcome to season three. In the Clown Radio proudly presents. Presents. Presents Life Lessons with Idiots. What up, what up, what up? Welcome to Life Lessons with Idiots. We're your hosts, Frankie and Rashawn, and it's time to preheat the oven. It's time to cook up in here. Come for the music and comedy, but stay for the lessons. They're definitely and still, still. not the smartest in the room. I was like, what? They were, they were like <laughs> clapping. They were like, hey, man. <laughs> so you release the demons. <laughs> My mother looked at me. She said, boy, that boy got an anointing on him. <laughs> but they're definitely not the dumbest. So here we go again. Life Lessons with Idiots. Hey, welcome to Life Lessons with Idiots. We're your boys, Frankie and Rashawn. Today is December 18th, 2022. Happy first night of Hanukkah uh, for all my Jewish friends out there. We are approaching the holidays rather quickly. Um, this is episode, I believe, number 42. Uh, we thank you so much for joining us on this lovely podcast. Thanks. Shout out to all of our day one listeners who've been rocking with us since episode one. We appreciate you guys. We love you guys. Shout out to some of the people already in the room. Uh, and if you are a new listener, we appreciate you stepping in with us. Please be sure to follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Samsung Podcasts, or whatever your favorite streaming service you like to leverage because we are usually on them. Just make sure to look us up on Life Lessons with Idiots. And by all means, if you have any thoughts, comments, uh, or questions, please feel free to send an email to lifelessonswithidiots at gmail.com. We are always receptive to feedback and questions, and we'd love to get Frankie going <laughs> with these questions. <laughs> Quick thing, let's go into the room there. We got BTF Phoenix. We have your wife. We have BTF Alex. Phoenix. We have Alex Farah and James. Haven't seen you in a while, James. Hope all is well. Yes. What up, James? Good to see you. And thanks again for going out uh, and purchasing my book. I appreciate the support. Thank you, man. Um, yeah, shout out to my wife, Alex. What up? Um, yeah, man, we got the, the, the usual suspects in the, in the chat, by the way, if you want to listen to the show live, you just got to log on to www.mixcloud.com and look up in the cloud radio. If you look up in the cloud radio, you'll see fresh new episodes of our show. Make sure you subscribe to our show. Uh, we're also on Instagram and Facebook. Please feel free to give us a follow. Um, so you can stay up to date whenever we post shows and episodes and so forth. All right, Frankie. Frankie. Let's go ahead and get into it, man. Um, You want to shoot first or can I shoot first, man? No, you go right ahead. All right, man. I wanted to ask you something. So I was talking to my coworker um, last week, and she went on a recent trip to Cancun. And when she got back, she told us this very interesting story. She was in a plane, and while she was sitting there, she it was a gentleman behind her with his kid. The kid, she believes, was estimated to be around two or three years old Uh oh yeah and she's sitting there Mm -mm. and and the and the parent and the kid was like i guess he was like i don't know what she she doesn't know what he was doing but all she heard was acting a fool whack she heard a hit good and the kid starts crying and then she heard it again whack and now she's like and like and then and the parent of course and me and you probably grew up with this but the parents like stop crying but she hear it and it's like loud, like loud hits. Good. So now in the third hit, she's like, she can't help herself. She gets up and she's like, I, I think he gets it. She intervened. She, and I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. No, don't get involved. I said, as much as you may not agree with it, uh, 
you can't really intervene because we don't we don't know what that parent you know their 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 parental situation is. But she says, Rashawn, if you see a child getting beat, do you just not do anything? Do you not say anything? Like, how could you sit there as a parent and not say anything? So before I give tell you more about what I told her, <laughs> what are your thoughts, Frankie? Do you think there's a time where you should intervene when a parent is either disciplining? Because it's hard. It's a fine line. No. Let it's me tell you something. Line. Okay. Okay. Frankie, <laughs> here <comes> the black <laughs> and white. <laughs> when a kid's acting a fool. Okay. But we are. A kid's acting a fool. He's on a plane acting a fool. Okay. Right. We're assuming that he was acting a fool. Yeah. But he's like two or three years old. So, okay, so own... you, you try to calm him down. Yeah. In a nice way. Got it. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to tell you right now. Fraka, fraka. If I hear that. <laughs> if I hear that, the only interviewing is going to be my voice going, mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> like an old church lady like, you just, yeah mind your business oh man mind your business because you do not know what that kid did prior to getting there yeah and that might be built up from the parent and the kid might need three possibly four <laughs> but I, when all right do you think there's ever a time where the line is crossed where you think I, it I, might yeah. be abuse of course there is there, there's always a line there's a difference between disciplining a disciplining a child and beating them. But what is that line, though, Frankie? Because, like, the stuff that my mom did to okay, me so if you that drink, other people from okay. the outside looking at would think it's abuse. <laughs> right. So you drank milk and you weren't supposed to drink milk and they beat, and they hit you? That's abuse. Uh, okay. All right. But if you're running around on other people's furniture and they whoop that butt, okay, that's discipline. That's it. <laughs> Fair enough. It's, it's simple. I see. It's, I not see. That, it's not that hard. No, I I am definitely from the school of mind your own business. Mm-hmm. Of uh, I'm from the school of none ya, none mm-hmm. of your business. Um, so I'm all about just like yo, let them handle what they gotta handle. But I do wonder, like, if I'm in a situation where I feel like the child is like almost looking for help. Every child's gonna look for help because they're always gonna <laughs> be was... like, "Help me! I'm being 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 hit." Well, you shouldn't. Again, there are certain circumstances. Of, uh-huh. This, we go back to the beginning of the show. This is our personal opinion. <laughs> not that I, not that I, not that I, that Frankie, I agree that you hit. You your encouraging kid. everybody no. to beat their kids' lights well, out. What I'm, what I'm telling them is that you know there's nothing wrong with a little bit of discipline. A little bit of pow pow. Yeah, why not? <laughs> you know what the difference is? What's that? If you don't discipline your kids, the world will. You you will be raising your grandchildren. Mm, oh, you might have hit a nerve on that one. Okay. Let the kid act the way they want to do. Let them yeah. go up and down and do whatever they want. Guess what? You're, you're going to be raising their kids. So you're going to be in your 60, 70 years old, raising a two-year-old, going to preschool with them. They're going to be like, oh, my God, look at That's the grandfather raising the Oh, you know that kid, their parent's bad. <laughs> oh, my God. That's Frankie. exactly. It's the truth. Oh, my many, God. Okay, Frankie. okay, I'm going to tell you right now. How many people do you know that were raised by their grandparents? Me. <laughs> Exhibit A. <laughs> Exhibit A. You needed one. Oh man! <laughs> oh man! This this explains everything, Frankie. Exhibit A. Oh my God! It's, it's the truth, man. Seriously, all jokes aside, if if the parent is abusing, yeah, you can also be raised by the grandparents. Absolutely, because you know there could be circumstances, whatever the person's. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. But most of the time, if you don't raise your kids with discipline, one way or another, you're going to be raising their kids because they don't have, they don't know what the, what the word responsibility is. I see what you're saying. You're saying that basically you need to set boundaries for your kid. They know the word entitlement. 
Yeah, they do. Ooh, you know what? You, matter of fact, just stumbled into a, something else I want to ask you because I was thinking about this also during the week. You're going to give me more trouble. Yeah, I am. Oh, you're on fire today already. <laughs> How, if you could, like, let's just imagine, if you will, a land of make believe. Man, kind of mm. reminds me of my book. <laughs> Welcome to New Haven. Uh, uh, <laughs> sold on Amazon. <laughs> sold on Amazon. The journey to enlightenment. Um, so, the, in the book, I was talking about life missions, how basically we come here in different lives and we take on different things and we could set the parameters of the life we want to choose. We could choose our parents and so forth. With that concept out there, if you had the choice between choosing a life where you be, you're able to build a sort of empire from the ground up, would you choose that life or would you choose to be the heir of the person who built that empire? And I'm going to give you an example. Would you rather be Michael Jordan or would you rather be the son of Michael Jordan? Oh, Jordan all day. Ah, and why? Because, like, there's a there's gratification. Yeah, I did this. Yeah, 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 yeah. When you when they're giving it to you, you're you lost half the respect when you say, "Well, this was my father's money." Mm, yeah, you lose it, you lose no, I feel what you're saying. You lose it instantly. So what you got to do, you can take that and then reinvent yourself and create something with that, and yeah. you'll get your respect. But if you're Jordan's kid and you're and you're and you're hanging on to your dad's coattail, guess what? Yeah, you will always be Jordan's kid. I, I'm on a similar wavelength with you because I would probably pick the Jordan route only because you get, like you said, I not only get the gratification to say I do it, I get the respect that comes with it. People will look at me and say, "Yo, he built that. Like he didn't. He came from nothing. He built this empire." I do feel like when you have a child who, and and it's no fault to the kid. The kid is just inheriting what you know, their parent work hard for, and you kind of want to give your kid the best of everything. But I do think it's hard to get out of that shadow of the person who preceded you, and it can lead to a certain identity crisis. You know what I mean? Because these people might look at you and be like, oh, well, do you play basketball? Well, uh, do you do this? Or are you good at this? Are you anything like your father? Like, you know what I mean? It's this unknown pressure. And I think a lot of the kids that inherit that, they sometimes, even if it's like a big business guy, like if you're Warren Buffett's kid and... No, I no, you know I, I, mean? I get all that yeah. stuff. But if you're gonna take the same path, you got you gotta actually you can deviate from it. And I'm gonna give you the example. Go ahead. Tiger Woods son. Uh-huh. So I was watching yesterday. Yeah, he could play. Okay. His dad dad has plenty of money. We all know who he is. Yeah, 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 yeah. His dad taught him. Uh-huh. You watch the kid play? That kid could play. It's his it's his version of golf. He looks a lot like Tiger. But he does, <laughs> look at like, where he learned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He but plays a lot. It's his version of golf. Yeah, so yeah. He was injured yesterday. Mm. He hurt his ankle. He he rolled and hurt his ankle. Oh, all right. Then yet he hit the ball from from the tee 200? Wow. I think it was, wow. like, it was like 195 200. Jesus. So he's he, like 12, right? Yeah, it's like it's so you understand insane. he's actually taking something that he was yeah. taught by his dad and he's making him his. Yeah. A, a lot of other players would have turned around and would have been like, "Yo, I'm not playing." But that's the thing, like sometimes the talent doesn't always get inherited. You might not like if my dad is Warren Buffett, I might not have his psyche or his mind despite all the education to be like him. You know what I mean? To make the choices that he made like uh or to be have the talent of Jordan. I think like certain people because that's why you always hear about these heirs when they get the money. I think they lose purpose. Because at the end of the day, think about it like this, Frankie. If Jordan's worth a billion dollars, what is it for you as a child to aspire to? You literally can make, if you're inherited this empire, you make money like a million dollars a night. 
<laughs> no, and, no, and I get that part, but I'm I'm telling you right now, you, you they got to go with the mentality. Yeah, I'm worth a, a billion dollars, not you. Yeah, you know that, and that's, that's what, what Shaq, Shaq said. Yeah, Shaq said that. He said, oh, you, he said, I'm rich. I'm rich. You're not rich. You're not rich. But that's the thing, though. Can you imagine? Though, but where, where would they life aspiration be if everything is already here? So what did you inherit? I didn't, well, I'm starting from the bottom. No, no, no. What, <laughs> so like, like, like I inherited my father's liver. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. I, I could no, drink. You said my father's liver. Yeah, I, I got that. I got definitely got that from him because my my alcohol tolerance is through the roof. But yeah, it's not like I go out and get wasted. Yeah, I know, yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. I'm just saying. But you know, like, like that's. I what think what I know they, what I, you're saying. You're saying like I, from, from my mother. I you know I, from my mother. I got the heart of never settling. Yeah, you know. So I know that that's more me. Yeah. Than actually what he what he was like. Uh huh. Yeah, absolutely. So what what did you get? So I think what I inherited. I think I inherited my mother's creativity. I think I handled I inherited my father's charm and personality. Okay, so okay, so oh, I'm gonna ask you some good questions now. You in trouble? Oh boy. <laughs> so no. so your your mom's creativity. Okay, yeah. so you're so you're saying that so your writing, my writing and my imagination, it all imagination. comes from my mother. Okay, my mother is a she's a former gospel saint. She wrote songs. She wrote plays. She wrote a book. She uh, immensely, insanely talented. So do you ever, do you, uh, again, I don't know. So yeah, I'm asking, ahead, I'm asking a question. I'm mm-hmm. just asking a question. You can tell me my, my business and I'll change the topic. Yeah, go ahead. But have you ever had the conversation to just say, hey, thanks? No. <laughs> <laughs> Only reason why is because, so, you know, it's so funny because everybody's blessed with gifts. But I think you also have to be, how you handle those gifts is a whole nother type of mindset. And I think my certain people could handle, like my mother had all the creativity and ingenuity to do these things from a talent wise. But when it came from a sort of practicality side of managing that talent, it's often like most creatives, they don't know how to do business. That is true. They don't like, it's like, cause their mind is only focused on the art. Right. They can't see the, the minutia of, the business whereas um and i feel like i inherited the business mindset from my stepfather who was very strict who was very uh held me accountable to every cent (laughs) so i think i inherited his business sense and how to approach things my mother's creativity and i think my father is the most charming man in the world like my father's a is a mess but he'll like you could hate him but when you talk to him you're like dad he's so likable (laughs) <laughs> no, no, I, that, no that, I, so, that I get what I'm basically saying is that no I never thanked them for it only because I felt like they owed me much more <laughs> ah, got it got it they owed me much more <laughs> than the things that I was genetically blessed with <laughs> no no I got it I I see what you're saying yeah no, so like for my mom I've thanked her that's beautiful I've thanked her for it's beautiful for, that you recognized it and you went back and thanked her for I, it and I thanked her because it's her patience that taught me how to be patient. Wow. That's beautiful. Right. Yeah. And that's the reason why. And then she always tells me, you know, when you want to do something, you know, don't depend on anybody else. Do it yourself. Yeah. So that's where I always feel like I, I always say, thanks, mom. I mean, like, does, does she know technology? No, she doesn't know technology. Yeah. But I do know that the fundamentals that what she taught me or what she, what was normal to her. Mm-hmm. Because that was the way she was. Yeah. She passed it on to me. I think that I took it to the next level. Nice. Yeah. My, my father, on the other hand, is a different story. I haven't seen him in years. Yeah. But um, the only thing I learned from him, and I did learn something from him, is that whatever he did with his family, do the opposite. There you go. 
Sometimes you learn from. So maybe from I should. Other, maybe the next time yeah, you text, go, yeah. I call him again. Like, hey, yeah. thanks. Hey, yo, good looking <laughs> out. Good looking out. I appreciate what you didn't do. Not <laughs> Not but no. So like, um, like with the kid, you stupid. <laughs> so like with the kid again. Now think about it like this way. Say say like we got this podcast, Frankie. Mm-hmm. Right. This podcast blows up. Me and you both become very wealthy. Right with this podcast, like wealthy, wealthy, like we we're like insanely wealthy. Like me okay. and you got money. Like we're no longer doing this for free. Like we can't go anywhere unless me and you are both getting paid like five hundred grand each. Like it's crazy. Okay, we're in high demand. Okay, it's nuts. I'm speaking that into existence. So <laughs> it's out there in the universe now. So imagine we're at this point. Imagine every time you go to bed, you literally like oh, I just woke up. Oh, another sixty grand just made in my sleep. Right? Mm-hmm. You're that wealthy. You're obviously going to pour it into your children. Do you think that will have some sort of impact on your children to what they might aspire to want to do, considering that really they don't have to do anything? Like, because it's, it's, it's coming to them. Like, they no, have, first of all, nothing's given to, it, to anybody. That's true. But wait, <laughs> well, what I'm saying is, obviously, your legacy will live on through them, but like right. your children don't have to do anything. If they just kept the business moving, like making sure that the podcast stays on the internet, making sure like they, you know, those people who like they work for people who are famous authors and they just like, oh, we just make sure the book gets republished and stuff like that. So they just keep the family business going. They're being creative in their way. They earn their keep. Okay. I have no problem with that. Yeah. So, all right. All right. So that's cool. Yeah. But um, they're not getting nothing for free. Okay. Nobody does. Yeah. Well, it should be that way. You got to earn your keep. You got to earn, earn your keep. place. Yeah, it's it. Look, it's it's the listen. You get to. There's gonna be a point in your life that you're gonna, you're gonna be an adult and you're gonna be like, "Am I doing it for me? Yeah. Or am I doing it for somebody else? Yeah. Am I making money for me or am I making money for somebody else? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. And if you're depending on old money mm-hmm. to make you money, you're looking at life the wrong way. You really are. I like that. I like that. Right. Um, Alex went in here in the chat. She said, I think creatives, creatives are business savvy. However, they just want to focus on the art. They don't care about the business side of it. Oh, 1,000%. Yeah. And you're 100% right. And that's the reason why a lot of these people end up with an assistant that yeah. understands them, <clears throat> that are very similar to them, but opposites. Mm. Mm. Because they can't have, you can't have two the exact yeah you can't have two creatives yeah because like, they, they're gonna clash yeah yeah they're yeah, gonna yeah. clash now i'll tell you one thing she's very creative she actually has alex um you can throw into the chat here you have a, a design on a t-shirt now if i'm if i'm correct right yeah. and it's you know she's very creative yeah and uh, I, again i don't think business people i mean creatives can't be business savvy i just say they like she said they lean more towards right rather focusing their energy there but i will tell you they are the ones then they're a handful not many that are very creative, but they micromanage the money that comes in. That's and possible. They, and they do that just because they don't want to get robbed by anybody. Because if you, you look yeah. at the history of yeah. like um, these agents and these managers stealing yeah. from them and all this and all Oh, that. absolutely. So they become their own. And yeah. I'll tell you a good example of a very famous man, uh, Bill Murray. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have a manager. He doesn't trust them. Yeah. So wow. if you want to talk yeah, to Yeah, you got to talk directly to Bill. You, there's, a, there's a phone number you can call mm. and leave a message, and then he'll listen to it once every couple of months. Wow. And if he's interested, he'll call you. Yeah. Look, look up. That's the, crazy. There's a documentary that they, they put about him that's on Netflix. Uh-huh. 
I mean, if you have Netflix, you can watch yeah. it. <laughs> uh, but you know, and he will tell you that it's because of the trust issue. No, I don't blame him. Like, there's a you constantly hear stories about musicians and artists and people getting ripped off because they didn't have enough business savvy to understand what the person was doing or they weren't involved in those meetings or people making decisions on their behalf. I do think more artists want to take a hold of it. But the problem is that you want to read the, everybody, their energy is precious and just as precious as your time. And it's like, it's a tough balance to try. You have to pour a lot of energy to right. read through a lot of this minutia. Like even when I was going through my whole back and forth with trying to get the book published, like there's a lot of stuff that I wish I could have just, not have to deal with so i could just focus on the next thing but it's like you sometimes have to get in the weeds of it but i would much rather for me have somebody else go through that that you yeah. can trust but it's tough because finding the right person that you could trust to manage that for you is it's dicey i am i am totally opposite with then you like with you with that i am the person that yeah. i have to be involved on every aspect and not because no you can still be involved just saying like just when it comes to like uh, I guess more of the paperwork sort of. Yeah, thing. no, yeah. I'm 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 in there. Yeah, I really am. Yeah, like, by all means, everything and 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 it's just my nature because I and and it's again it's not nothing against people themselves. You know, I I do I do believe there's a lot of good people out there, but you hear all these horror stories. Oh yeah, and then you you know you you hear stuff like people that that invested so much money into into whatever the is whether it's FTX or. Mm -hmm. Or into a business, and all of a sudden, now their money's gone because everybody took off because mm -hmm. they they trusted those people so much. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll they, do an FTX dive if you want to, but that's a whole other no, thing. No, that's, we're not doing that one today. <laughs> but I'm I'm that guy. I'm the one that I really have to be involved. I need to no, know yeah. numbers. And and when I mean by numbers, I mean like I'll I'll tell you to the last penny. Yeah, yeah. But that's just because the way I I, I just have a problem trusting people in business. It has to be earned. No, ab absolutely. And again, like uh, you have to find the balance that works for you, I think. I think work, find a balance that works for you. Find where you want to put your time into. Find the things that you need to make the decision, be the decision maker on. I do like the idea of that. I do like owning all bits of the creativity before it gets unleashed to the public. Obviously, I want to have a say in all what goes out before it does. But I think like there's certain lo logistical things that uh, I wouldn't mind uh, either an assistant make a decision or give me an executive summary to have me summarize. Because if you're trying to grow your business and the business is growing, it could be quite difficult to. I, I totally get it. But until that person, to me, until, <laughs> I, until that person like becomes a part of me. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be a while. Well, it's probably going to be Karen. <laughs> mm -hmm, probably. So quick thing. Last week, mm -hmm. uh, we went to last Saturday. A group of us went to New York. Oh, nice. Right. Mm -hmm. So big shout out to P&M Pizzeria on Amsterdam Avenue. Nice. Um, so the neighbors, Nick and Maria, a couple, mm -hmm. of, couple of friends, we all, you know, Chris, Jessica, we all went to uh, to the city to, nice. to see the tree. Yeah. Right. Man, we went to this pizzeria. It is a retro feel. It oh, was man. it was awesome. The 80s style like pizzeria, you I know, like, like that. yeah. The food was great. Uh her father owns the place. Uh if you're ever in, in New York on and I said it was Washington Heights, but I was wrong. It, it is Harlem. Mm. If you're ever there, stop on PM Pizzeria. The it, food is incredible. That's awesome, man. Then we went to Rockefeller Center. Nice. Rockefeller, beautiful. Yeah. Got ice skating rink, got the beautiful is, tree. I hate it. It was the nastiest Too many thing. people. <laughs> Yo, it was like sardines. 
Yeah, I hate that. That's it not for me. It was so crowded. I don't, it was yeah. so crowded that at, at certain points I felt like I was like, um, actually at one point they were like, Frank, you lead so you can knock people over. <laughs> pretty much, that's what I was pretty much doing. Yeah, yeah, too, just bowling through. It was just bowling through people because it was so much. Yeah, oh my God, these I hate people. it. And the good thing is that, you know, every, you saw people from all around the world. So you yeah. know that everything's going on there. But it was... It was a lot. It was a lot. It was a lot. And then we stopped at um, at St. Patrick's Cathedral. I think that's what the, that, oh, nice. the one across the street. Yeah. The place is gorgeous, man. Yeah. That place. Yeah. I, and listen, I, I, I am not a religious person and stuff like that. Yeah. But what, when you walk into that place, you really appreciate the Yeah, art, yeah, yeah, man. yeah, yeah. It's a the lot architecture of architecture and everything. Yeah. That is incredible. Uh, then uh, we had a heavy up and come home. I was sweating my butt off. Oh, I bet. Oh, man. You have no idea. <laughs> the Frankie sweats. Oh, my God. They were screaming out, go, Frankie, go, so I can get through people. Nice. And nice. There was some, some, some girls who was like, I don't know who Frankie is, but I'm going to follow you guys. <laughs> no, it was it was really good. We actually had a good time. Um, and uh, That's dope. You know, the food was insane, though. I'm man. telling you. Ever, P&M. Yeah, on Amsterdam. Oh, we're, we're giving shout outs that I got to give a shout out to. Uh, no, you can. No, definitely. I, I, I got to give a shout I, out. I, to I will never, ever say no to a shout out to something yeah. that's good. But I'm telling you right now, you'll never go wrong if you're there. I want to give a shout out. Uh, let me go to Philadelphia. So this week. So this weekend, uh, shout out first to my son, my son, Mason. Uh, his birthday was this weekend uh, on Friday. Uh, happy birthday, baby boy. Um, and my son is a huge Rocky fan. He loves Rocky. I, I had him watch all the Rocky movies. He knows all of them. I know it sounds crazy, but he loves boxing. So the Rocky movies was just like, it really hit home for him. And um, as a surprise for his birthday, um, we decided to take him on what we call the Rocky tour, where they literally have a guy in Philadelphia who picks you up in a van and drives you to the parts where they shot the movie at. And as they t he takes you around, he not only takes you to the areas where you could take pictures of where, you know, Rocky's home was at. You could go to, like, just different scenes. Uh, the uh, Adrian's Pet Store, the gym, whole nine yards. He takes you all through Philly. Um, and not only does he take you to these places, he also does, he's like Rocky's impersonator. Right. I know he is. And he has a relationship with Stallone. His name is Mike Kunda. And the guy is so insanely talented. Uh, and he knows so much history of not just Rocky, but Philadelphia in itself. And he does such a great Rocky impersonation that even when we drove through Philly, everybody in the community of Philly treated him like he was Rocky. That's awesome. They're little, hey, Rocco, people will come out and shout about him. Like, hey, how you doing? Hey, how you doing? Hey, I see you over there. You're doing good. I like the shot. Like, it was, it was surreal, the entire experience. And this is not just a quick tour. This is a three-hour tour. It sounds like Gilligan's and, Island. But he's like you, though, Frankie, because <laughs> he's an amazing storyteller. Amazing storyteller. He started sharing stories of uh, his different experiences and interactions with Stallone. He started sharing his childhood, how he got into this sort of role, how he became this sort of Rocky impersonator. Um, he was just super charismatic. And then he took us to this restaurant. Well, he told us about this restaurant, which we booked at. So in the movie Creed, or if you looked at Rocky Balboa, the last Rocky movie, Rocky owns a restaurant he calls right. Adrian's. Right. That's a real restaurant. It's called Victor's Cafe. Oh, yeah. It's an Italian restaurant. And they use that restaurant for the movie. So right. we booked reservations to go there to complete the full Rocky experience. And when we got there, this is what we didn't know. So we went there for the nostalgia purposes. So we knew that upstairs 
there was like a Rocky section where he autographed because he goes to that restaurant. He was actually there four weeks before we went. Okay. So we were like, so we went in there for that. What we didn't know, Frankie, is that the entire wait staff that works there are all trained opera singers. Get out of here. I kid you not. So they will literally ring a bell to say, and you can't videotape. They won't allow videotape because of because of copyright issues right. if they sing the song. But they'll each waiter and our waiter, especially he sung twice, which was mind boggling. They ring the bell and they go up there to like this uh, balcony section and they bust out either Italian opera, Spanish opera, um, uh, just amazing. And not only do they sing it, they're acting it out. They'll give you the preview of what the song is about. Like they'll say, oh, my father won't let me marry the man that I love. And I play as a little girl trying to convince him otherwise. I never even understood opera until I saw them do it. Like them acting it out. And, they're like, oh, no. and the voice, the control. You said, oh, I can't do it. But it was absolutely amazing. Yeah, like That's cool. What an experience. And the food, of course. It was like top of the line food. You, you, you like the food was gourmet so th this is a premium restaurant here um food was great uh we just had a great time um but if you're ever in philadelphia please by all means look up mike kunda um uh look up his rocky tour if you're a big rocky fan he'll take you all around through philly by the way there's some parts of philly where they shot this movie that um are not very pleasant and i i prayers to i think it's called kensington avenue it's a very <laughs> rough neighborhood. Oh, I've uh, driven through there. We actually, door to tour, witnessed transactions and a lot of things that I was not prepared to show my children <laughs> at this time. Um, we saw ODs. Uh, it was... No, it's it, it's one... It it's, was a lot. It's like Skid Row. It's, Bro, it's honestly, I used to think. think that New York had some of the like no. craziest... Pop no, 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 no. They do documentaries on this area because of how bad it is. Yeah. Like, But you know what's crazy? Even the people who was out there on the corner selling when they saw Rocky, they yeah. looked at him like, oh, it's Rocky. <laughs> like, yeah. they just let him go. Like, he had the fedora on and everything. Like, it was it was amazing. Because he's a staple. It's Yo, he, he is. He's Philly loved they're not, by they're, far. They're not going to jeopardize that because he actually brings business yeah, to the does. neighborhood. Yeah, he does. He he books a lot of tours, a lot of tours that he does. He, he said it started off very small, and he actually did, like, one of the bodyguards for the Pope did the tour with him. He works for the Vatican. Like, he's literally one of the guards there. Really? He, he says, I get people come from all over the country. I mean, all over the world, from Europe, from Italy, everywhere. If, they, if you're a fan of the underdog story of Rocky, they come here to have this experience and come with me. So I thought that was super cool. So my son loved it. We ran up the steps. We did the whole, ah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not running up them steps. Halfway through, I'm going to be on my holding yo, that's my That's a lot knees. of steps, bro. <sighs> Even I got, like, by the time I got to the second layer, I was like, yo. <laughs> hey, yo. <laughs> <laughs> this thing is yeah it won't be me oh man uh yeah i got something else i want to ask you frankie man what's the worst excuse you ever receive when someone owes you money <laughs> <laughs> it always starts with what happened was what happened was yeah the worst excuse. the worst excuse so my i don't have any somebody asked me this and i was like i don't really have an excuse i got people whenever people owe me money they always act like they forgot that they owed me money like so they they turn into like completely like they act like they act like shaggy like it wasn't me like they literally act like i didn't give them the money and that it's a complete figment of my imagination i give them the whole scenario of when i gave it to them and these people completely act like i didn't do it 
So what's the you what excuse do you get? My friend said that this guy said that he could give me my money back because his mother died. <laughs> that was my boy. He said this dude owed the money. He says, "Yo, aren't you gonna pay me back the money?" He says, "Yo, I would, but yo, my mother died." And he was like, "Wait, <laughs> what does that have to do? Yeah, with what does that have to do with you?" Yo, you owe me like a hundred bucks. What? The, what is your mom? I mean, condolences to your mom, but what? What is? What does that have to do? with you owe me money? The, the worst the, excuse. The worst excuse. I know, Frankie. You have definitely had scenarios. No, I, no, well, I first of all, Frankie very rarely is not. He's not just giving money freely. No, I don't. So I that, actually <laughs> learned my lesson quick. Yeah. This there's there's a couple of people out there that still owe me money and oh, they come up with excuses. Oh my god, I, there's, you got a bounty. <laughs> There's one person that owes me money for about 31 years. Wow, Frankie, you still holding on to that? Yeah. How? Wait, Frankie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's 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 a decent amount. Oh, oh, well, it's, it's a substantial. Decent, it's a decent amount because I was there. Yeah. He um, said I was there. <laughs> I, I saw the whole thing. Uh, I remember. So I, I didn't forget. No, and I, and I haven't, bro. 31 oh, they years. Forgot. They forgot. Oh, they forgot. Oh, they forgot. Yeah. Oh, I, I reminded them too recently. Yeah, about a year and a half ago was the last time I brought it up. So hey, how's it going? Like you expect what from me, and you still owe me money? Ooh. Oh, oh, my guy, Andy, double back, try to get more. It was very right, similar so to that. But what's the excuse though? Um, I always had an excuse. You know, my job. I'm. I might lose my job. Um. Yeah, we might. He um, said I might no, lose it. He didn't no, even lose no, it. Yet. The best part was one time. He, you know, he was like, oh, one. You know, a relative of mine's. Is, is about to pass and I, I like I know his entire family yeah. <laughs> so he so said I, uh, I know these people uh, he's healthy he's healthy as a horse so I'm like alright well let me find out yeah I, I heard you're not doing too well <laughs> who told you that well this person did he says I'm fine says, well, that's not true and then I'm like alright then later and then I would be like yo you lied yeah he's fine <laughs> he's, he's doing okay he actually just finished the marathon yeah he's doing good <laughs> But the the worst excuse I got was, um, <laughs> I bet he tried to tell you that this person was sick and you know him. Yeah, well, I had to give him the money. Yeah, because you know, and 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 and, and to put it this way, if I was to put a two percent interest on that, oh, dude, you'd probably be banking, man. I I probably have another four hundred one k. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Have a whole other retirement. Yeah, yeah, no tax on it though. Yeah, yeah, no tax. <laughs> <laughs> all Roth, all Roth, baby. Uh, the worst. Alex wants to know what's the worst. See, yeah, so what's the worst? Everybody wants to know. I know Frankie got a scenario. He just can't oh remember. Oh my god, I'm I'm trying to pick one. All right, all right. Let me let me give you another one. We'll we'll come back to that one. Let me ask you something, Frankie. What's the dumbest thing that you believed in as a kid <laughs> that you thought? Like, and I'm not just talking like Two Fairy or Santa Claus, any of that stuff. Like, what's the dumbest thing that you believed when you was coming up that you were like, tag, like. I should probably like know this. I'm gonna real. This is gonna be really important for me. It was fractions. Like I, I thought I'd be using fractions a lot more as an adult than I am. <laughs> I even, you I, gave me two questions. I know. Wait. <laughs> I really thought quicksand would be a lot more apparent than it is. <laughs> I'm still trying to get the first question. I know Frankie's still stuck on the other one with the the worst excuse for money. Don't let it fester, Frankie. Oh man! No, I'm just. I think the worst excuse I got was they were like, "Yo, no, I gotta go." And yeah, that's exactly what happened. He goes, "Yo, I gotta go away because you know, like, um, I'm doing time." Oh shoot! He said he go to jail. Going to jail. He said he was gonna be gone for like six six, six <laughs> months to a year. I think that's the I think that's the worst one that I got. And then like and I you, was like, "When you get out, you still owe me. You still owe me." He was like, "Yeah, but I'm gonna be in for like at least at least six months between six months to a year," and like a week later. 
I saw him at the mall. <laughs> Buying Jordans. <laughs> yeah. That was probably, that was yeah. probably. Yo, wait, he said, yo, man, I would love to give it to you, but I'm about to get locked up, though. Yeah. So, like, yo, like, at least six, uh, six months, bro. When I get out, though, bruh. Yeah. I got you. I got you, yeah. And, and then, then you and, saw him at the mall. Yeah, buying Jordans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that. Oh, he's going to call me tomorrow. Um, oh, God. Why did I he's do like, this? yo, Frankie, I, I know I'm going to give you money. You had to put me out there. Like, yeah, because he was like, yo, but I'm getting locked up. I'm like, but, but oh, you stole me money. I can't. I can't, bro. <laughs> bro, look, man. These sneakers come first, man. Yeah, I, and I told him, you're not taking those with you to jail. <laughs> He wasn't even buying soap or anything. No, he was buying Jordans. Buying he, Jordans. I, I saw him at Foot Locker. Dang. I saw him at Fo- It was Foot Locker in... Um, you should have been like, yo, jail looks... At, at Willowbrook Mall. I think it was you Willowbrook. said you was getting locked up. I didn't think you was going to be locked up in a sneaker store. Yeah, no. That was that was the one, definitely. That what is was, wild. What was the other question? The other one was like, what was, the, what was something that you believed as a child that would be something important in the future? That you have to eat soup. That you... <laughs> Wait, why, Frankie? I hate soup. What do you, why? I it like makes, soup. It makes no sense. It's liquid food. Yeah, exactly. Do I look like a liquid person? I need solids. You know <laughs> Yo, first of all, <laughs> don't come at me with some liquid and then taking a chicken and putting Yo. it, oh, it's in the stew. No, don't ruin chicken. Yo, we, I like soup. No, soup soup makes sick. no when sense. When you get sick, Frankie, you don't take, no, you don't no like soup. chicken noodle soup no. with a soda on the no. side? Ask anybody. You, how do you not have soup, Frankie? I haven't had soup in probably 40 years. Why? I don't like it. What about, have you ever had a lobster bisque? That's different. That's a bisque. Oh. <laughs> it's the same thing. It's liquid food. No, it's not. It's liquid it has, lobster. No, no. That's not. A, no. <laughs> and and, and a, a stew is different than a soup. All right. Fair. Fair. Okay. Fair. It's, not, it's hearty. It has. It has but bisque is not hearty. No, but the bisque, you get the little pieces of the lobster. That's oh, my good. God. Frankie. But soup? Semantics, man. The soup? Like. Like soup. people make ch- chicken noodle soup? That's chicken a waste of soup. time for me. Chicken noodle soup is slamming, bro. That's nasty. It's not nasty. No, I don't like it. You like chicken broth? No, I don't. Why don't you like chicken broth? Because it's a soup. <laughs> <laughs> Frankie. All right, so no soup for you. No. They told me, oh, you're going to need soup the entire life. I've gone X amount of years. Not, yeah. one, not one soup. Okay. All right, you know what? That's a fair shot. I'll, I'll take that. Yeah, and it pisses a lot of people off. Yeah. All right, fair enough. Because, you know, like when you go to Spanish people's house. And I'm surprised because Spanish people make slamming soup. Exactly. So when you go to Spanish people's house, they're like, oh, I made soup. And I'm like, I'm not eating. Like my friend, our boy Alex that we know. Yeah. I went to his house one day and his mom made soup. And I was like, nah, I'm good on soup. Mm -mm. And then he was like, no, no, no. He says, try my mom's soup. He takes out his mom's soup. And it was literally a chicken wing in the soup. No, that's not. <laughs> Listen, I'm telling you right now. I was you do like, not do that to a chicken wing. You don't do that to a chicken leg. You don't do that to a chicken thigh or breast. You don't. Listen, it died for a reason. It to died. be on a grill, to be baked, a... or fried. Not to be drowned in water. No, that makes no but sense. But it's hot me. water, Frankie. It's nasty. <laughs> no. I can't. All right, so, so soup grinds your gears. I got so, it. So Spanish people, Special you know, note. Spanish people, you know, you go to their house. It's the first, the first time you visit. They're like, oh, you know, we made soup. Uh-huh. I won't eat it. Bro, You Spanish people make a different kind of soup, though. It's yeah, I'm good, not having Sancocho. It's a hearty soup. No, I'm not having none of that stuff. They put their foot in it. They put a chicken leg. Yeah, man. Chicken it's a whole wing, chicken they put in there. They corn. They put peas. Yeah. They put noodles. They put beans in it. And, and I'm like, bro, that's like an all-you-can-eat liquid food buffet. It's nasty. <laughs> No, it makes a waste of it's a waste of time. All right. 
You won that. I don't even have a counter. You can't. I don't, I don't have a counter for you, Frankie. Good. <laughs> because, and listen, and certain things I won't eat. I don't eat stuff that's slimy. I don't eat okra. That stuff is nasty. Yeah, do you like Jello? I hate no. Jello. Yeah, I'm not a Jello guy. No. I don't even know. Like, when they serve it at the hospital, I'm like, I'll die. I don't even eat Spanish rice. Wait, what? The yellow rice the, the, with, the, with, the, with the Stop, chickpeas? stop. Pause, pause, pause. Wait, stop, stop. Your wife makes amazing yellow rice. Yeah, I know. It smells great. You don't eat, you don't eat Karen's rice? No. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm telling you, I don't. Are you serious? Dude, I'm a, I'm, I am simple. Plain white rice. That's all I need. I'm talking about your wife's rice. Yeah, upstairs. The one that everybody goes crazy for. Yeah. The slamming rice. Yeah. Like, we're talking about the same rice. The exact same rice. Yo, we're going to talk later. <laughs> There's I, no I, way. I don't, I don't eat you it. You don't like it? No, I don't, I, it smells good. I don't, I don't eat it. I don't like it. I'm literally, I, I'm like dumbfounded right now. <laughs> he wants to end the show now. It's like, thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Goodbye. Yeah, we're going to wrap this one up. Uh, what? No. Dude, that rice is amazing. Nope. I feel like we're not talking about the same rice. <laughs> no, it's, it's the exact same one. It's the exact same one. And okay. So wait. So you just eat just white rice. That's it. That's it for you. And barely that. I. I mean, like, if I gotta choose a rice, I would choose. I choose white rice. Okay. So but you're, no, you're no. telling me that you're Asian now. <laughs> Pretty much when it comes to eating. I like. I like the this Cuban the, rice, the black rice. I'll have. This that. is the craziest fun fact. I have. I have. I can't believe I've known you this long and you don't eat this Spanish mm. rice. This is crazy to me. Mm. Wow. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, every, everybody bugs out. They're like, are you serious? I said, like, yeah, I don't need it. That is amazing. I'm, we're going to have to bring this to I, the Puerto Rican council to have a meeting. Listen, <laughs> I, I still got my Puerto Rican card. I still got my Puerto Rican card. Uh, Puerto Ricans, can we gather together, please? Vamanos. I, st- I, still, I, st- I still can eat pasteles. I eat, I eat the codfish. I play dominoes. We need I to deliberate this. Else. I just do not eat arroz con gandule. Puerto Ricans, please gather around. Yeah, <laughs> Puerto Rico is listening right now. Yeah, no, they all tell you. Yeah, it, it's it's so it look. Let's talk crazy. It is people that know me. Yeah. They will like they'll make their version of the Spanish rice and everything. Yeah. They got to be trying to convince you. Like no, no, they, you everybody's given up. They, oh, they have. They, they they make a pot of white rice on the side. Are you serious? Everywhere I go, they'll make a pot of white rice. They're just like you if, know what? If they don't do it, their their parent will. Wow, they know you that well. They're like yeah. They're like, no, Frankie's not gonna eat it. There's no, no, there's no way around it. No, nope. that is amazing. And beef stew, the way Spanish people make it, I ain't touching that either. Yo, <laughs> what is going it's on right now? <laughs> but you said stew is different than the but soup. Th- th- but that's not, that's too liquidy. Frankie, you're not making any sense. Too liquidy. Oh my god, <laughs> go crazy. Right? Know, I like the hearty with the like the, the like the potatoes, the real thick. Yes, yes, that's what yeah, the stew but that, is. But the Spanish people put like nine gallons of water in it, and then they put the meat in. But it's like a chunky piece of meat. No, it's yeah, it's yeah, a chunky piece of meat that's floating in water. Oh my god! <laughs> Yo, please, Puerto Ricans, please come together. <laughs> we need to have a deliberation. <laughs> Where are you guys at? <laughs> it's the truth. Don't they? <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm tell- I won't eat it. I'm like that's a waste. Of- Don't even give it to me. That is amazing, though. I mean, what's easy zone? I mean, you like what you like, Frankie. <laughs> Alex is like, yep, sounds like you. Alex is like, she yeah. knows. Everybody, I will not, and don't ask me to put it in my mouth because I'm not, I'm not eating it. Not doing it. I, I, well, that I, I know. That I, I know. When I Frankie, will gag when Frankie doesn't like something. There is no, there's no middle ground. I got that. I, got, I know that for a fact. I, I'm like, all right, but you got. <laughs> yep. that's, what, that's what's gonna happen. I can't. I'm gonna throw. Up. I really can't, Frankie. So one time we went to a friend's house. Yeah, and and they made okra. 
Okay. And I was like, okay, you know. Now, I don't like okra. Okay, but. That's not my thing. But Karen's like, Frankie, you know, they made okra. Yeah, try to eat it. Try to eat it. And no, I can't do that. Yo, I put that in my mouth. I had to swallow my vomit. Oh. The acid reflux came up. I'm like, and I'm like, I'm sorry, I can't do it. Yeah. I don't like I don't like slimy stuff. Yeah, I don't like okra. That's one thing me and you agree on. Yeah, definitely. No. The Spanish rice and the and the beef stew kind of threw me off. Yeah, no. That's crazy. Especially Karen's rice. Bro. You need to get past this. <laughs> like, that's crazy. Bro, like everybody demands it. Like yeah, when, I know. when they invite you over, they're like, yo, Karen, can you bring the rice? Yeah. That's crazy. Across the street, whenever we go over there and we're doing a barbecue, yeah. he he calls and goes, Can Karen make the rice? Yeah. yeah. That's they, like that's they, like we literally it goes in that order. Like, <laughs> yo, can you go, can Karen bring the rice? Which is great because <laughs> as soon as they all go over there to grab that stuff, I go to the other side and grab the stuff that they're not touching. We li- literally when, as soon I as benefit. We, uh your, your daughter's uh your, the party that mm-hmm. they, they just had, it was like you had a full spread out. And mm-hmm. everybody was like, But the Karen make the rice. Yeah. <laughs> that's too funny, bro. Oh man! Alex says she's coining the statement "chunky piece of me floating in water." I can't. I can't. Yeah, that's that. Well, it's 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 been it's here on the show, Alex. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So awesome. I, I get a percentage. I can't. Every time it's used. Yeah. Oh, that was another thing about oh. the Rocky thing that I didn't know. He had soup. Nope. <laughs> Stupid. Nasty. Uh, Rocky. Did you know that Sylvester Stallone does not get a single royalty for any of the Rocky stuff? Get and out. I'm not talking about the recent. Like he's never gotten a single royalty for any of the Rocky stuff. So the fun fact is, when Rocky made that movie, Sylvester Stallone, I said Rocky, like, I gotta remember there's two different people. It's two different people. Yeah. When Sylvester Stallone made the Rocky movie, he was broke, like most struggling actors are. Like, he was, but he was like broke, broke. He was so broke that when he, he he wrote the script Mm -hmm. and he wrote the movie or whatever, and he pitched it to the studios, like, and the studio, I think it was either Sony or MGM, they picked it up, they're like, yo, we love it. They, they asked him to make a few edits here and there right. to the story or whatever. He did. And um, they, they said, okay, we're going to give you X amount of money, but you got to shoot in L.A. He says, no, I want to shoot in Philly because I want the grittiness. I used to live in Philly. I know all about Philly, blah, 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 right? They said, okay, but we're going to reduce your budget. Long story less long. He goes to Philly. He shoot the movie. But in order for him to get the funding from the, the studio, he had to tell them, I'm going to sell all my rights and licenses for this script back to you guys i just want to be able to do this movie and just get my proceeds as an actor that's what he negotiated bro rocky cost i think they said it cost him less than a million i want to say maybe six hundred thousand mm-hmm. not eight hundred thousand and mind you they didn't even have a wardrobe person right. all the actors had to bring clothes that they own to act in right so all that stuff you see is like the holes in his sweatpants and stuff that was stuff he owned. Yeah, I know that when he was yeah. when he was running through the neighborhoods, they yeah. were like, "Why is this guy running through the neighborhood?" Yeah. I know that. Oh, whole and that story. was another thing. He didn't even get the legal rights to right. film in Philly, so they were constantly running from the law, like because yeah. the they didn't get the permits, they didn't get anything. Right. They you were know? doing they were doing like, just, those short films. He was just shooting and then running. Yeah. <laughs> like, so anyway, at the movie cost like less than a million dollars to make, right? Uh-huh. And he wrote it, he directed it, he started it, produced it. The movie makes. At ninth in like nineteen seventy six or seventy seven, two hundred and fifty million dollars. That is equivalent today to like a billion dollars. Yep. For and this is his debut movie, his debut acting role. He made a billion dollar movie, not a Marvel franchise. He made a billion dollar movie on his first go, and nothing, and got nothing. So then Rocky two comes out. They immediately piggyback off that one, right? Mm-hmm. And I found out some more stuff. But he's got paid as an actor. 
and a director. He didn't get paid a royalty. So every time the movie gets sold or the rights that, like, the, the merch. He gets nothing. He gets nothing. Damn. So now every movie, consecutive movie, Rocky movie that came out after, he just got Now, Rocky Three, he made, like, $20 million. Mm-hmm. But he got paid as an actor. The studio owns the rights to Rocky. So every time it's streamed, every time it's played, they get compensated. That's the reason why bootleg happens. Yeah, man. And then the same thing. And then the whole. And then I found out details about the, the guy. He shed light on the whole thing with Creed, which is a whole nother story. Please do the tour. The guy, the, he tells this story in vivid detail, and it's amazing when you find the details. It's, I'll tell you offline, camera. Yeah. But um, man, yo, great time. Now that's why whenever I do mine, I'm I'm like I gotta be all up. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, 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 yeah. We yeah. You got we definitely on the part where it says like the royalties. Yeah, we we need to talk. Yeah. <laughs> I got to keep the rights. I'm the gross, not on the Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to okay. keep the rights. I got to keep yeah. the rights. <laughs> there's, there's certain things I've learned. Oh, man. What else you got, Frankie? Oh, my God. What do you got? I've been rambling this whole time. So it's, it's rambling. Just... I got people messaging me about uh, not eating soup. <laughs> they're sitting here like, Frankie, you don't eat soup, you don't eat rice. They, they're probably disgusted with you right now, Frankie. You definitely got to have half of Puerto Rico hit you up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But everybody, everybody that knows me knows it. That's true. Now I know. That was the one that I did not know that about you, which is quite fascinating. Yeah. But no, man. Let me see what else I have here. You have something else that you want to touch on? Um, well, I think... So last week's episode, we talked about that people that cheat. Yeah. Oh, man. You got a lot of... <laughs> no, actually, correction. So I'm not even going to talk about that one. I want to talk about... Remember the topic that you brought up where you said, what's going to be something that's... that's from now and 10 years from now, it's not going to be healthy for you. And I talked. Yeah, about yeah. That. You you dissed the vegans and I you dissed the, the, so, soy, the almond milk and, 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 and the nut and juice. That. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so I got into it with uh, with a vegan. Not, we got, had a conversation. It's like they look for you. Right. So, some, <laughs> so somebody I know and they were like, oh, but you know, you know, it's not good. It's not good for you. It's not good for the environment and all this and all that. And I asked a legit question. Yeah. What'd you ask? Do you like avocado? Oh, God. <laughs> and they said, yeah. I go. You live in New Jersey, right? And they're like, yeah. I, know this I said, going. okay. I know what this is. <laughs> Do they grow avocado in New Jersey? They're like, no, it comes from Mexico. How do you think it got here? <laughs> oh, boy, Frankie, are you serious? No, this did not go I thought it was going. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, excuse me? I go, how, did, how do you think? So you're talking about the environment yeah. and how it's not good to eat meat. But you're telling me that being a vegan is a better thing. Okay, right? break it so down like, for All me. right, so you're telling me about the environment. So you're talking about, like, the world. About got it, got it. Holistically, you're talking Okay, so you're talking about holistically everything, right? Yeah. So like, they're like, yeah. I go, so where do you think your, your house avocados come from? They're like, Mexico. How do you think they got here? Mm-hmm. There was a person that picked it. Yep. In the field. Yep. Or a machine, mm-hmm. which used gas. Yeah. Then it had to be transported from the field, from the farm. Uh-huh. To the airport. Boom. Then from the airport, I had to take a plane. Boom. Fly. Over here. Shoot. Or it could have been a train, depending on where it's Yeah, from. yeah, yeah. And then it ended up being delivered to you. Yep. By truck. Yep. How much fuel you think, how much was corrupted? Yeah. How much damage did that avocado cause to this environment? Meanwhile, I'm eating a chicken that's from like, like Colts Neck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who's doing more for the environment? I did a lot more for the environment. I mean, <laughs> local grown, local grown meat. While you're shipping avocados all the way yeah. across the okay, country, yeah, <laughs> bro, getting all your fossil fuels all over the place. So you know, what all I, your emissions. And you know what they said? Killing my atmosphere. You people will never understand the real world. 
That's what I was told. That's like, I right, told. Go ahead, go ahead, beat it. Oh, man. This is the crap that I had to deal with because they heard the show and they said that I wasn't being fair to them. That's that's serious. That's sad. Enjoy the avocado. Let me um let me also since we're dissing people, let me diss all the people who are mad at Brittany Griner coming home. Let's touch on that. And I'll get your thoughts as well. Mm-hmm. I can't wait. Oh, I got a few things that we could touch on actually. Uh oh, a few things that kind of took me off these past two weeks. So the Brittany Griner thing. Let me just first draw the line in the sand. Okay. Brittany Griner, and I think we touched on this on, on an earlier podcast. When you're traveling abroad, you have to abide by the laws and the guidelines of those countries. I don't think there's any excuse or any sort of special treatment you should receive for doing things that you shouldn't be doing in that country. If you've been found to be guilty of doing something in that country, which is not prohibited, then you have to suffer the consequences and penalties accordingly. Her getting caught, Brittany Griner is the WNBA player who was caught with uh, cannabis vials or whatever in her bag uh the russian authorities apprehended her she was stuck in jail for nine months until joe biden negotiated <clears throat> uh britney garner's release in exchange for the russian prisoner that we had here who nickname is called the merchant of death i can't remember his real name <clears throat> mm-hmm. but when the exchange happened there was outrage there was outrage because the marine who was still in russian captivity paul whelan was still over there and they felt that more should have been done to bring the Marine over here rather than this WNBA player, Brittany Griner. So there was outrage, all fake outrage. I call it fake outrage because people only outrage for the moment and then they forget a month later. So anyway, it was fake outrage about Brittany Griner being brought over here instead of Paul Whelan and the fact that we gave up this merchant of death to Russia who could once again, he was called the Merchant of Death. We actually did a movie on him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nicholas Cage starred in it. It's called Lord of War, if you ever want to. Because you know how America does. We glamorize serial killers and people that kill people and sociopaths. So anyway, <clears throat> he went over there. And the big running theme online was that this Merchant of Death, U.S. just sent a a, a killer over back to Russia. He's going to help them get guns, and he's going to help them do this. All right, let's go back to the facts like I like to do. This merchant of death, I can't remember his name. It's killing me right now. He was going to be locked up here for 20 plus years, right? He has already been here 17 years. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, he, he was on his way out. He was on his way out in less than three years, which means U.S. would have to just release him for nothing. <laughs> so when they negotiated this, they negotiated on the fact that we're going to lose this guy anyway. He's going to be back in the fold anyway. What can we get in return? They tried to get both. They couldn't. They got Britney. Now, I'm not going to sit here and act like I'm the political analyst to be aware of how these kind of negotiations go, because I don't. I'm just looking at it from the outside, looking at it like the rest of the world. Do I think it's a fa- Do you think it was a fair trade, Frankie? You want to start first? You want my honest opinion? Go ahead. Go ahead. Give me. I don't. I don't I personally, go ahead, Mike. To the mic. To the mic, Frankie. Personally, I don't think I don't. I don't like talking politics about that type of stuff because yeah, yeah, yeah. it pisses a lot of people off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I do remember her talking <clears throat> bad about the United States a, a while back. Yep. Oh, okay. fair game. Fair so, game. To me, is like okay. So you talked bad about the United States, where you're from. Yep. You took the way you did things here over there, expecting to have the same freedom. Yep. And you got caught. Yep. But now you want the United States to take care of you. 
Mm-hmm. That's what bothered me. Do I think that they should have done the trade? No. To be honest with you, the guy should have stayed here for the whole 20 years. Okay, Got that's my, my personal opinion. Shoot. Could they have come up with something else? Possibly. But the government decided to do what they did. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. But do, do not, do not come back here now and say anything negative about the United States after what they just did for you. Agreed. And I, I will say this. And again, I'm not, I'm, I'm going to give my opinion on this whole trade in a second. Um, but the one thing I will commend Brittany Griner on is that once she got here, as soon as she got here, the first thing she did was advocate for the release of Paul Wheeling. She wrote up a letter. She says she's going to use her platform to the best of her ability to get Paul Wheeling back home. And I do like that Paul Wheeling's family members, I think his brother spoke out and said, honestly, we're happy that she's home instead of my brother. And I think overall, we as American citizens are happy to have one of our own back home. Now, let me get to Brittany. Brittany, uh, do I think it was a fair trade? No. <laughs> I don't think it wasn't a fair trade. I think this was more for political optics from the outside looking in. Once again, this is just my opinion. I think it was more just to make because election year is coming up. They needed a win. This was for the better optics. However, now I'm going to put a little caveat to this. I do think that we don't know all the details of the deal. Because what I've learned from watching 24 over the years and watching every kind of house of cards and political show, the deal is what we see on the top layer. I have no idea what was negotiated. But that's everything you watch on TV. Exactly. But no, no. I think you're getting the full news when they're telling you about the weather. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. So I do think that's why I don't want to make assumptions in saying that, oh, we got the shaft. We got we got a, a Kwame Brown Instead of like, you know, like, we, you know, I don't want to think that we got ripped off because I don't know what other terms was agreed upon with Putin and Biden. I don't know what other things were said. So I don't want to like right. make the assumption that I know all the details. All I know is what we saw is the optics, them being traded from the airplane, looking like something out of a Mission Impossible movie and the two prisoners walking past each other. Looks crazy. Um, I do think I'm, I'm glad that she's home. She's not a war hero. She didn't sign up for this. She just got busted for doing something. I do think Russia overpenalized her for the crime that she committed, but they were making an example out of her. And again, it's their right to do so. Um, but I do think from the outside looking in, this doesn't, if Biden would thought that this was going to make him look better, this did not, in my opinion. I think it made him, it may have gave him a win in certain demographics, but I think uh, overall, I don't, I think also America probably won't care about this in another month. But I do hate the fake outrage that everybody just jumped on the platform and was like, oh, this is so stupid. Oh, these people don't know what they're doing. You don't, we have no idea. We don't know. I, don't, I can't play political games. I don't play political chess. I don't know what it's like to negotiate hostages. <laughs> well, I don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, don't, I don't know what it is to be in that position, and I don't know. And I, and I don't think Joe Biden just made the decision on no, his own. You, but you know what the thing is? He has is, a council. You know, it's just those, like I'm gonna meet with the decisions. Puerto Rican consul to talk about Frankie's uh, rice hate. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I, I do know that from a little bit of research and watching a lot of the documentaries of yeah. whatever they make available. The president's the last person to make the decision. It th- these are yeah. committees. These are yeah. committees that these are, are that are the generals that make this decision. You know, and 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 whatever it is, it is. But you know, do me a favor. If you they went out on the limb for her. They did. They did. So don't come back here. Do not trash the United States. Do not talk. Say that. Agreed. You know. Do not say that. You know. They're not fair to you. Uh, you're not in jail. Yeah. Because there was a trade made for you. 
They did this with uh, who? ASAP Rocky, yeah. the rapper. He was stuck over there. Authorities got apprehended him. And guess who released him? I think it was Trump, right? Yeah. I think Trump got him out of there and got him back to the States. Everybody and Trump and ASAP Rocky said a bunch of uh, stuff like, oh, I don't relate to anything here in the country, whatever. Da, da, da. He said some wild stuff. I can't remember off the top of my head, but he got released. But anyway, I just wanted to say uh, stop the fake outrage online. Leave the Linda app alone. Leave Britney Griner alone. Just it's, let it go. No, no, no let, them, let them say what they want to say. No, I mean, say what you guys no, say, no. but I'm, I'm just saying, like, it doesn't mean anything. Like, you, people... Everything that we say when it comes to stuff like that is useless information. Nobody, it's it's nobody a distraction. cares. It's a distraction. There's something else that's going on. There's something Way else bigger. That's, that's bigger that's going on that we're never going to find out about, okay? If you, if you don't believe it, Listen, you're living in a different place. Yeah. Because everything that's given to us that we can see on TV is the stuff that they're providing. Oh, it's filtered. No. Everything, trust me. Oh, my God. Me, we so sound many... like conspiracy theorists. No, you can't be conspiracy theorists. Yeah, maybe we do. But the truth is that, you know, that's the way the world is. They're not going to tell you the truth. Yeah. They're never going to tell you how many spies they have in this country versus how many spies are in another country. Yeah. It's just the way it is. This is stuff that we don't need to know. Yeah, we probably hung out with mad spies. Don't yeah. even know it. You probably, when you went to New York, you was probably dapping it up. Oh, people at that restaurant. Absolutely. That person that worked there that served you pizza was probably just like a, a Russian spy. Guess like, what? Like, look he at this. served me the best slice and, uh, and meatball parm sandwich I ever had. This is so very, he's this, good. This man over there, he's very happy with the pizza. <laughs> He's very happy. He's no. very happy. No, but it's it's no, it's all you know. Like why is he we sweating? You know, I I had that conversation with somebody. Yes, yeah. yeah, so I was. So yesterday I was I was with Nick, and we were talking. He's like he's like man, we can't believe we, we, you sweat a lot. He goes, no wonder you're always wearing dark clothes. <laughs> and it's the truth because you know like. They said, who hosed you, bro? Were you in the shower? <laughs> like, when I get in the car, I'm, I'm in a t-shirt driving, and it's like 12 degrees out. I know, yeah. But it's, you know, it's not because I'm... But you're hot-blooded. That's what yeah, it is. Yeah, but you know what? For me, and even when I was a kid, I went to the doctor, same. and the doctor said the same. He's like, he just sweats. I mean, like, it's yeah. not... Same when he's fat or skinny, it's not going to make a difference. Yeah, man. Me and so, you, the sweat brothers. Yeah, so... Yo, you know, Clay and uh, Steph Curry, the Splash Brothers, me, me and Frankie, we're the sweat brothers. Yeah, we... <laughs> One day we're gonna have to do a basketball show because I want to talk, talk to you about Clay. Oh boy, oh. what about what you? His mama named Clay. I'm gonna call him Clay. What you talking about, Clay? <laughs> Clay's badass. That's all I gotta say. Oh man, Clay's a man, man. Yeah, no, there's there's a lot that we that yeah we gotta talk about him. Right? <laughs> it's, it's seriously, he makes everybody in the team a lot better. Oh no, T Clay, his defense is solid. He makes everybody. yo he plays great defense. He's a he's a spot up shooter. I don't want us to turn to a sports nah, podcast. We're, we're not ESPN. Everybody. Yeah, we don't want to get into that. But anyway, um, yeah, Frankie, man, we kind of went around about and we touched on a lot of different things, man. I think we we're pretty good. You got anything else you want to touch on? By the way, it is Hanukkah tonight. This is the first night of Hanukkah for those who celebrate. I wish you guys a very happy Hanukkah over these next uh, eight days. And uh, Frankie, we got the holidays coming up. Can you believe Christmas is like right around the corner? No, like bro, I just want this year Christmas to be over. Is next week. No, I want this. I just want this year over. Yeah, this has been a rough for you. I'm, I'm, I'm done with it. You know, like it's just, it's just too much. You know, like um. And, and and this was a blessing year for me. You know, I I, I got promoted to a decent position in my yeah, job. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Let's look and, at and, oh, and, and I got all the positive stuff. And and, and yeah. I'm thankful. And I took and and I and I have a, a, a great team that I work with. Yeah, we, we've we've changed the culture of the department that I, you, that yeah. I work in. That's a win. Okay, it's a it's a huge win, but 
every time you turn around, it's just like, okay, I lost somebody else. Yeah. I lost somebody I else. I mean, the close of this year was yeah, tough. Yeah, so it's tough. Yeah. And and again, you know, we're we're out here today and we're 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 talking and we're having jokes here, but you know, today, you know, a, a friend of mine passed, you know. Yeah, and I, I know. The earlier in the, earlier in the yeah. show. And it's tough, but you know, I didn't want I didn't want to cancel the show because yeah. first of all, you know, like I I wanted to give him a shout out and, you know, you know, condolences to the family. But it really, this year really has to end. It's yeah. just, it's just, uh, you know, I just want to get through through the holiday season, and and just start twenty twenty three on a positive because this was a tough one. Yeah, you know, Frankie, how about that? Since because honestly, next week uh, is Christmas, and then following that, we have we go into New Year's, um, and I don't know when we're gonna be able to do this show because obviously next week we're gonna be with family and stuff yeah. like that for Christmas, um, and going into New Year's. So how about we make this like we just round out the end of this podcast with like some just some final thoughts for the year you kind of like summarized it uh pretty well there um because by the time we probably do our next episode it'll probably be the new year already feliz on your nuevo hey um so do you have like if i know this has been like a difficult year for you but do you have like any like and you kind of touched on some of the wins um and some of the lows but do you have like any final thoughts for like just to end the year with um i would go with it's, it's interesting. Um, I will say with some people coming to your life for a long period, some people coming for a short period. They're there yeah. for two minutes or two years or 20 years, whatever it is. They're there for a reason. Mm-hmm. Take advantage of it. Count your blessings. They changed the person that you are. Yeah. And made you either a better person or a smarter person. Just think about it. It's a little, little different. Mm-hmm. Appreciate them and realize that without them, you wouldn't be here today. Yeah, that's my that's that one's for me. Um, it's it's one of those things that to me that I'm thankful for. I mean, like everybody that I talk to, they 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 help my character. They help me mm-hmm. for who I am. So I'm I'm really I'm really hoping that next year will bring more positive people into my life and take the negative away. And not that there's anything bad happening in my life. I just don't want to have a year like this year where every other month it was somebody else. Yeah, but. Let's appreciate life. Um, and I always say this. Family are the ones that br- you, that you're close to. And then blood is blood. Yeah. Wow. Pick them right. You? Uh, final thoughts for the year. Um, this, is a, this has been an interesting year uh, for me as well. Um, I'm thankful that I unfortunately didn't experience as much loss as you have, out, uh, uh, Frankie. So... Uh, I'm, you're always in my thoughts and prayers, and I know that how difficult this year has been for you. Um, if I could leave anybody with any final thoughts for this year, um, I do want to say one: uh, chase your dreams. Don't don't wait for your your dreams to be fulfilled. Uh, just go after them. Um, fear is the biggest thing that holds a lot of us back, and the moment you lose that fear is the moment that you can embrace what you were truly destined to bring into this world. We each have a different, unique perspective. We each have a different, unique talent. We each have a unique uh, ability. And I think it is our duty as individuals to bring whatever it is or essence that you have that is a part of you and share with the world. Um, I think the best way for you to uh, express yourself is to share your gift with the world. And a lot of things, like I said, fear holds us back from sharing it because we're afraid of being vulnerable. We're afraid of being judged. We're afraid of, um, 
are failing. And I just want to encourage all of you, when you start the top of this year, um, make it a point to yourself that you will not carry that fear in your heart anymore and just go for it. Uh, embrace it. And because um, I, could, I could assure you that whatever you do and whatever you share with the world, you'll be surprised at how many people will open arms, will support you. And um, I, I've been surprised this year by some amazing people who have supported me, people that unexpectedly, um, people who I haven't spoken to in years, um, have sent me gratitude and appreciation and support. And let me tell you, that feeling of knowing how many people appreciate you and the impact you make on their life uh, is, is priceless. And I also want to just say also to be kind to people. Um, I think everybody during this, these crazy economic times with inflation and financial struggles and people who have lost money, people who are going through things, you just never know what other people are going through. Don't always assume that just because they're strong or that because they laugh all the time or they smile in your face that everything is just perfect for them. Everything on the outside may appear to be perfect, but you have no idea what inner demons that those people are dealing with. So always just try to be kind and leave a positive impact on every person's life that you uh, come into contact with. Uh, your, your one gesture of kindness, whether it be a smile, whether it be a checking in on seeing how they're doing, it could be the one thing that truly makes their day and helps them to see another one. So um, just want to say again, thank you for all the listeners who have supported this podcast, who have supported Frankie and I off camera and in front of camera. Uh, you guys have all been amazing. Uh, Frankie and I enjoy doing this show. We love the community that we've been able to build together. And uh, we appreciate every single one of you guys. Every time you send a like, every time you guys comment, every time you guys share with another friend or introduce the show to other people, we don't take that for granted. We appreciate every single one of you. And uh, yeah, man, I think we rocked out, brother. Yeah, we did. Um, Alex, <laughs> she said, um, when you ask me a question, yeah, you got to let me answer it. I, I apparently I don't let you I don't let you answer questions. I'm gonna play this back. I don't know what Alex is talking about. I literally let Frankie speak for two minutes every time I ask him something. But you know I understand. I'll try to get better at it, Alex. That's hysterical. I can't. Uh, but yes, we uh, we're gonna sign off, and we appreciate you guys again. And uh, thank you once again for rocking with us. And uh, we. Uh, well, we don't know. We, we definitely will probably see you guys back in the new year. Me and Frankie obviously got to figure out the schedule because the holidays are definitely throwing a monkey wrench into things. Uh, we got Christmas next week. I hope you guys all have a happy holidays, whatever you celebrate. I wish you all the best. Hope you guys all enjoy the festivities with your family. I hope you guys all enjoy the food, the music, the celebration. Uh, save some yellow rice for Frankie. Um <laughs> Nah, it'll just go to waste. He's not touching it. But again, um, thank you guys for rocking with us. Again, new listeners, you know how to uh, reach us. Please follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Facebook. Reach out to us at lifelessonswithidiots at gmail.com. All of our OG listeners, we appreciate and we love you guys. Again, everybody, happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy holidays to everybody. Hope you guys all are safe. Hope your families are doing well. Hope you're all in good health. And uh, we'll see you guys in the new year. Love y'all. Peace, love, and a bottle of hair grease. Frankie. And don't forget, salt and pepper, it's not seasoning. I can't.
So listen up. Life lessons with idiots. Till next time. Goodbye. Peace. 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 <laughs> Salt and pepper is seasoning. No, it's not. You just need other seasons. No. You just need other seasons to go no, with it. Not. You can't just. You, you can't have steak without salt and pepper. Salt and pepper is not seasoning. <laughs> So you can have a steak without salt? No, we put, no, you can get Maggie sauce, which has a little bit of the, the salt in it. Uh-huh. But salt salt and pepper is not seasoning. You, you have bro. you not seen Salt Bay? <laughs> I, I can't stand that thing. Oh man. Oh, I can't stand that guy. Salt is seasoning. No. Right, what about what about you know what's not seasoning? Paprika. That's what it's that's just too. color. Yeah. That's just the no. color of the meat. No. So why do you want it? Why do we color the meat? Why do because, we use because because it's old. It looks old. Because it tastes like. Because you're eating corpses. I don't care. <laughs> That's what the vegans would tell you. Yeah. They okay just color it up. That's fine with me too. <laughs> Alright, let's close this one out. Oh God! I said in the box. <laughs>